Welcome to Transcend into Wellness, where every week we chat about all things energy, spirituality, human design, and manifestation. I'm your host, Minu, and I'm a transformational life coach and energy healer. I'll be educating you on overcoming your fears, self-limiting beliefs, and raising your vibration so that you may achieve lasting peace and happiness. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode in Transcend into Wellness with Babbles Nonsense. What so, up, guys? <laughs> we're, yeah, we're going to talk about friendship today. We're going to talk about friendship, friendship breakups, why friendship breakups happen, and how to actually heal from friendship breakups. Yep. This one's harder, I think. So I wanted to talk about this a lot because I was talking to a girlfriend the other day and we were just talking about like how much harder it is to break up with a friend than it is like a romantic partner. And I don't know. I truly don't know if guys go through this. Um, I'm sure they do, but they act like they don't care. But like, I know for sure women experience this and how much harder it is. And I just wanted to talk to you with that. So like if someone out there is listening and maybe they've gone through a friendship breakup or, or are going through a friendship breakup, then we can give them solutions or you could give them solutions. You're the expert on how to heal from it. And maybe, cause you know, everyone seeks closure no matter what. Absolutely. And so I know the whole thing is like, we should be able to give ourselves closure and stop seeking it from the other person. So I think that you would be the perfect person to be able to tell someone how to do that. Yeah, absolutely. So it's it's almost like understating it when when I say friendship breakups don't hurt as much as relationship breakups because personal experience I've had you know fortunately not many friendship breakups, very very few friendship breakups and they hurt as much as a romantic breakup. And mm-hmm. I think we talked about this too. I think it's because when you know somebody is your best friend or somebody is that close to you there is like an unsaid expectation that that is forever there and you don't have that unsaid expectation in romantic relationships right and i think it's also from my perspective like we're trying like when we have romantic partners we're trying to like i don't know maybe put on a facade at the beginning. And I know eventually you get deeper into a relationship and they learn everything about you, but it's almost like that instantaneous friendship. Like I'm going to tell you everything about me and you don't really worry so much about it because you're not trying to impress them to become your friend. Exactly. It's not an interview process. Right. Go through in dating. It's not that it's like, Oh, I'm I'm going to show you all my green flags. And then, so you can pick me and no, 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 it's, there's none of that. The masks are off. Right beginning (laughs) and so like you can get like very vulnerable very quick with with your girlfriends guy friends whatever and then it's almost very hard to sever that tie with them versus a romantic partner because sure it really hurts when you 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 have a romantic breakup but like me and you were talking earlier like your friends are always there in those difficult moments, like whether it be a romantic breakup, a death in the family, death of a pet, whatever, your friends are there and they they pick you up and they put you back together. Right. Well, when you have a friend breakup and that's, let's say your best friend of 20 years, Mm -hmm. who's there to pick up those pieces when that's who normally picks up your pieces? Exactly. No, I think that is a very painful process that is its own grieving process. And I think it's very, very important to understand why that even happens, right? I mean, if something is so long lasting or something you thought might be forever, why that even happens? And I've noticed a few reasons why it happens is 
the one of the uncommon reasons that it happens is people actually outgrow each other. Believe it or not, they actually outgrow each other. I I have outgrown a lot of my friendships. Like people that I've been friends with forever, I've outgrown them. It's not even a breakup in this case. I just outgrew them. I'm just completely a different person. Like I and nothing like I used to be in middle school and high school. So when they see me, they're like, uh, you've changed. I'm like, yeah, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm not a fetus anymore, Sarah. <laughs> so it's like, I feel like sometimes that change, people take it personally. That is true. So I know that you know about this. Uh, so it, we, fortunately, me and this friend did not break up, but we did go through like a really hard time there for a minute because when I was working in the ER, I was miserable. I was a miserable person. And I think we bonded over misery mm-hmm. because she also worked in the hospital. So I think we bonded over misery. And then, you know, I got out of the hospital. I started you know, becoming a little bit more happier. I started working with you, started doing a lot of self-growth, self-reflection. And I noticed that I was becoming a more positive person and she was still stuck in her misery Mm -hmm. because of the things that she was going through. Mm -hmm. So our initial bond from the friendship was no longer there. Yep. And everything she was doing that was negative that I once did was triggering me. Exactly. Because I was like, don't take me back there, girl. Don't take me back there. Exactly. That's what but I, we worked through it. So, yeah, no, absolutely. I think you said it very beautifully. I think outgrowing a person cannot be said it in a more perfect term or terminology because it's like when one person is like, let's say doing the work like you are, you know, you just no longer relate to old patterns. You just no longer relate to old gossip or the things that you talked about because you just no longer associate yourself doing it and you also realize that it actually doesn't give you growth or joy in any way and so we stop doing that the other person sees it as an attack they see it as okay they no longer want to tell me their secrets they no longer want to confide in me they no longer want to relate to me maybe they don't like me anymore so I'm, i'm here to say that guys it's really 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 not personal Right. Most of the times, actually, most of the times it's not personal. (laughs) Right, right, right. So it's more like the other person may be going through something, you know, and if you're listening to this and you feel like you have a distant friend that you're not talking to anymore, instead of jumping to the gun and saying, I blame her for not keeping in touch. I blame her for not picking up the slack. I blame her for not showing up the way she was. Just reflect on it and ask yourself, okay, what if she's actually going through something that I don't know? What if she's growing in her own ways and she wants to do it by herself and maybe not with my help, right? Because I think we all take it very like personally and we make it about us when actually most of the times it's not. Well, and I was listening to a podcast actually this morning of Saucy Schroeder from Vanderpump Rules and she had one of her high school friends on and like, they kind of got deep into one of their like friendships. Like Stassi had no idea that the friend was even upset that like they had, they didn't have a falling out. Like she had just like hurricane Katrina happened. So she went to a different school. And so then she met new friends. And then when they all went back to the same school, she hung out with her new friends. And it wasn't like, she was like, I don't want to hang out with you anymore. But the other girl took it that way. Right. And so, and like, she was literally, this was like 20 years later. She was like, Oh my God, I had no idea you felt that way. And a lot of times that's, that's what it is. You have no idea that other person is feeling a certain way because sometimes even in a friendship, even though you know everything about each other, no matter how long it lasts, sometimes you don't sit down and communicate. Exactly. That's the main problem. And we talked about before recording this episode, we were talking about this and it's like, 
not communicating is a problem for everything and everyone. I feel like people are so afraid of confrontation that, you know, people assume things. Right. Assume the worst. It's almost like I, I, I'll assume the worst and I'll reject you before you reject me. It's that same thing we talked about when people do that in relationships. People actually also do that in friendships, which is I'm just going to assume that she's this, 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 or he's this, this, this. And, you know, they don't want to talk to me. It's not personal. It's not personal. So instead of assuming, and even if it is personal, right? And I'm, I'm going to get to that in a minute. Like if, if, before you assume, why not just have a conversation? Just have a conversation. It's going to make you feel very vulnerable, right? It's going to make you feel almost raw. And people are very afraid of feeling raw and vulnerable because that is another stigma saying vulnerability is weakness. But guess what? Vulnerability is strength, right? If you can be vulnerable and say, hey, this is some kind of way that I've been feeling these past few weeks. And this is what's true and alive for me. And this is coming up for me. Am I wrong in this? Are you with me on this or can you educate me and tell me what's going on so I have a better idea? I have two things to say about that. So what if you do want to have a conversation, but the other person does not? So that's one of the problems you run into. Or so I for I had an example where I, me and a friend had got into it after lunch one day, not really got into it, but I said something that I didn't think was rude and she perceived it as rude and she was like, I don't want to talk to you. I don't like confrontation. You love confrontation. And I was like, I don't love it. I'm just not afraid of it. Exactly. Like, I don't care to have hard conversations and say things, what we need to say, but I do run into that a lot because people think I'm confrontational because I'm not afraid of confrontation. Right. Like, I'm not scared of it. Like if it happens, it happens. No hard feelings here. Get what you need to say out. Let me say what I need to say and let's move on. Exactly. So I think to hit the first point that you said, what if they don't want to talk? Well, if they don't want to talk, you can make them talk. So I think in that situation, you just give them time and space and, you know, and then ask yourself, can I hold space for this person unconditionally, even though they don't want to talk to me and not make it about me or my ego. So even saying something like, okay, I understand that you're not ready to have a conversation now. When you are ready, feel free to reach out to me and we'll, we'll have a conversation then, or we'll pick up where we left off. You know, that's a way of unconditionally holding space. And I'm not talking about unconditional love. I'm not talking about disowning your feelings. No, no, no. Everything is valid here, but unconditionally holding space to preserve the friendship in the meantime, giving them time to figure their emotions out. Because remember, when we get emotional, we all become children. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I can concur. I can concur. So also, I feel like it's also comes down sometimes like I had a friend of very many years I used to work in the ER with and I said something, I repeated something that I didn't think that she would care that I said. Um, and I repeated it and she got mad at me and didn't speak to me for months. But then we, we resolved it, things like that, because it wasn't, she realized like she wasn't doing, like I wasn't doing this intentionally to hurt her. It was just an honest mistake. Right. But then years later, mm-hmm. she repeated something mm-hmm. that I had said. Right. But And I, I know we're all different. And I was like, look, I am upset. I said, but I'm not mad at you. I'm not going to defriend you. But I brought up the situation from years ago. I was like, but do you remember when you defriended me? Mm -hmm. And I had repeated, I said, now, do you remember how you felt in that moment? Mm -hmm. That's how I feel right now. Mm. So I had to like bring it, but that, but that's just who I am. Like I try to always find a way to relate to what someone did or said. I may not agree with it in the moment, but I can honestly go and reflect and say, 
okay, I understand why they might've felt that way because I did this. Like, but I have the biggest issue is like, I want to talk now, talk to me now, talk to me. (laughs) Exactly. So I think, I think that's where like the universe is really testing your patience. Oh, for sure. (laughs) It's like, it's okay, Jonna, like, you know, they are going to come to you when they're ready and they always do. I feel like they always come around. So I think in the, in those situations, give them time to diffuse. Like if they want time, let them take time and don't create a story because they're asking you for time. That's okay. important. Don't create a story saying, oh, they don't like me. That's why they need time. They're going to completely break up with me. That's why they need time. Oh, they hate me and they're never going to talk to me. That's when it, no, 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 no. Don't make a story. If they need time, they need time. Now, why do you think that friendship breakups hurt more than romantic breakups? I think friendship breakups hurt more than romantic breakups because there is like an unstated expectation that this is forever. So when that's like not happening now, that's a big blow on the heart. Right. Yeah. And, and like, and, and I think we talked about this too. I think with girlfriends, at least I noticed this, I'm, I don't want to talk for men, but with women friends, with years of experience, I've had some of my bestest women friends. I've had them for 28 years, 28 yeah. years. Since the time we were in middle school and we still remain best friends. And the reason we remain best friends still is because I have accepted them for who they are and they have accepted me for who I am, meaning who I am as I evolve. Let me make that very clear. Who I am as I evolve and who they are as they evolve because they're not the same people and I'm not the same person. So I think, you know, when you have such a foundation like that, you know, it's it's really important. You develop a sense of almost family, mm-hmm. right? So I think when family breaks up, it hurts. Yeah, it does. To, to answer your question, I think there's an unset expectation. And, and also let's, let's come to like confiding in women friends. Like we confide everything, almost everything in our women friends, like women, best friends, women talk about everything. You know, there's right. no secret. So I think when it comes to that much level of secrecy, there comes that much level of trust. And when there is a high trust in the in the level and there's high investment that goes into the trust, when the breakup happens, it hurts a lot more. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. And I know that I've talked to you about that. Like it is, it does come down to that expectation. Right. Um so I I mean, I don't know how to break free from an expectation. Like, how do we not expect certain things like how how do you get yourself out of that like cyclical this is what I expect from you so please deliver it to me oh no absolutely that's just such an amazing question because I have so many examples I can quote from that so expectations can we have them or can we not I think we all have expectations and I think having a certain level of expectations is completely fine but You know, we can't assume that the other person automatically understands our expectations. So I think that's where even once again, open, honest, vulnerable communication comes in. And so if your needs are not met and you're listening to this and you have a friend that's just not meeting it, not meeting your needs and expectations, then asking them for a conversation, asking them, hey, can I have a conversation with you? And this is where I'm coming from. I think I would really, really appreciate if these needs are met and, you know, from you, because I love you and expect this from you because of how much I, you know, how highly I hold you in my heart. Right. Right. So is there a way for you to meet them instead yeah. of having kind of like entitlement. 
saying right. I should meet my needs. Right. I think that sense of entitlement is what's going to cause disappointment, not expectation. It's the entitlement to the expectation. That makes a lot of sense. I like, right? I like that. Yeah. <laughs> that that does make a lot of sense. Like I'm sitting here thinking about like fights I've gotten in with my friends and being like, where did I go wrong? <laughs> I mean, yes. and I'm fortunate too, that I haven't had a lot of friend breakups and I still have my very best friend that just celebrated my 36th birthday with me this month. Mm-hmm. Um, my friend Lori, like since second grade right. and we had like, we don't see each other often. Like she still lives in Tennessee. She has kids. I don't like, we don't like, she works a Monday through Friday. I work a Monday through Friday and we don't see each other often. Mm -hmm. And this past weekend, like I was like, you know what? I really miss you. We hung out three weeks ago. I'm going to come up and I'm going to have lunch with you. So I went up and had lunch with her and her daughters. And it was just such a good time. And like, we can always pick up where we left off. Like exactly. Exactly. And so when she came to, yeah, when she came to Nashville, like we literally talked nonstop from like 2 PM till the time we went to bed. And again, all the next day. Exactly. So I think it's also identifying. I think this has really helped me because I do this all the time. I don't know if you do this. This is so funny. And, you know, uh, I've actually had to like tell this to a few people. I have different like categories of friendships, right? I have long distance friends. I have low maintenance friends. I have low maintenance best friends. I have very high maintenance best friends. <laughs> I have different tiers of friendships. And- so I've it's it's taken me a long time to learn that because I used to think everybody was my best friend. Right. And I would get hurt a lot because my aunt had to explain to me probably five years ago, like Jonna, there's tier groups of friends. Yep. Like yep. Yep. tier one, tier two, tier three. She was right. like, and you're putting everyone in your tier one friendship, and that's why you're getting hurt. Exactly. So I think that, like I said, expectation is one thing, but the entitlement of the expectation is what causes suffering in the friendship, I feel like. And I feel like people are like, well, she is my friend, so she should meet these needs. Well, guess what? You're not entitled to it. Yeah. This is the thing. It's a gift. It's not an obligation. It's a gift. If your friend is nice to you, if she's supporting you, if she's holding you through thick and thin, it is a gift, not an expectation. One, another thing, like I used to get so upset, but like, after I've done the work with you, I haven't had like an upset moment in a while, but it was more of the abandonment issues I was going through. So like, if my romantic partners are listening to this and they think that they've had it bad (laughs) with my expectations, my friends also got the same thing from me. Like it was, I would start going through this cycle of like maybe two months go by and I'm like, no one's reaching out to me. Why am I reaching out to everybody? Why do I have to be the one to see if you're okay? Somebody reach out to me. I'm over here alone. Right, kind of right. like going down that rabbit hole. And then that's when my, fr- my, my aunt was like, you have to understand that certain friendships play a role. And she said, unfortunately, you're the glue. Yeah. I mean, some people are like that. Some people act like that as a glue mm-hmm. and also like owning that part of it. Right. And you're saying this so well, because even recently I had a situation where I felt like I was the only person reaching out to one of my best friends. So instead of lashing out, throwing a tantrum, being <laughs> Yeah, like I didn't ice her out. I didn't lash out. I wasn't passive aggressive. Instead, I actually had a conversation with her. And I said, Hey, you know, I feel like a lot of things are like happening in your life. And a lot of things are happening in my life. And I would really like it if we can talk more. Like I really enjoy like having conversations with you. And I know you enjoy having conversations with me. And I think we both see the value in it. And I would really love it if I can have my friend more. And she's there yet. She just melted on the spot. She was just melted. And she was like, I would like the same thing too. <laughs> well, I'm not there yet. I still lash out. And I'm sorry, friends, if you're listening. <laughs> I'm getting better. I promise. I'm working on myself every day. <laughs> this, 
this is my oath to y'all. <laughs> Mainly speaking to Lori and Mal. Love you guys. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. And I, I think you need to be like graceful, Jonna. Like coming from where you are, you know, with the abandonment wounds that you've had, you know, I feel like when people give you the silent treatment, it may it could feel like abandonment for a quick minute. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's just be graceful and say, okay, I, I feel this way because of where I'm coming from, but I don't need to identify with that. I recognize that and I'm going to be graceful with myself, you know, and, and, and you know, anybody listening to this and if you're having a fallout or about to have a friendship fallout or just have a conversation, it's okay. You're not going to break. You're not going to die if you're vulnerable you're not, nothing's going to happen to you. I promise you, it's <laughs> going to happen to you. Lightning is not going to come from the sky and strike you dead because uh, you decided to be vulnerable. Exactly. So just be honest and open and open your heart, open your heart. Like, and, you know, just say, this is, you know, I would really like it if this happened. Like it would make me a lot, lot happier. It would bring me a lot of joy. I really enjoy your company. I wish we spoke more. And this is the thing. This is where this is where reality comes in, right? If you cannot deliver it, say no. And we talked about this too. If you cannot deliver what they're asking you, if you cannot fulfill their expectation and you don't have the capacity for that in this in this time, say no. I had a friend whom, I mean, I wouldn't even say have a falling out. That's a big word. But he had expectations that I have to be available whenever he calls me. <laughs> well, that's because you give great advice. I mean, you, I, I'm going to put that standard on you as well. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, so he, he was just like, you know, I, I just want us to talk more. This is how I communicate. I want to talk on the phone. And, and I said, well, hey, I really like respect. And this is where you don't shame them. You don't ridicule them. None of that. Right. I said, I respect your standards. I see where you are coming from. However, I'm at a point in my life where I'm completely booked out in my business with my clients. I am completely booked out. So the energetic capacity goes to my clients first. And then it goes to my family next. And then if I have space after, it can go to, you know, best friends and, you know, friends after. Like, so I don't have the energetic capacity to give you the love that you deserve. I don't have the energetic capacity to give you the attention that you desire. However, I can be available via text messages. I can be available via voice messages. I don't have the energetic capacity to be on the phone. How If that aligns with you, that's okay with you, then it's it's all good, right? right. We are on page, but if that's not okay with you, don't, don't feel like you have to settle. Well, I also think that this is something we didn't talk about in last week's episode, but people think if you argue, it's not working. Mm. And I think that I don't consider it arguing. I consider it disagreeing yeah. and it's okay to disagree with friends, romantic partners, family. You're not always going to see eye to eye on a situation, but where I come from, I'm not trying to cause conflict or be confrontational. I'm truly trying to understand how or why someone thinks the way they do. So my in inquisitive nature may come across like I'm cross-examining you, mm. but it's really that I'm really trying to understand so I can walk away and go, let me think about this. Right. Oh, I get it now. You said this. That's why you, that's why you did it this way because that's what your brain is telling you. And just because you argue or have confrontation doesn't mean that you're not a right fit in a friendship or not. I've had friends where like, we're just arguing too much. So I just don't think this is working out. Mm. And I'm like, 
Well, I don't necessarily agree with that because I feel like arguing can be healthy because if it's constructive and you walk away and learn something from it and it actually changes someone else's perspective into something that they would have never thought otherwise, then that argument needed to happen. No, absolutely. I think that's where another truth comes in is that everybody doesn't want to grow. That's yeah, there it is. He doesn't want to grow. Everybody, people are very addicted to their comfort and their patterns and their thoughts and they're used to it and they don't want to grow. They don't, they don't want a different perspective. They want their perspective to be validated over and over again. And yeah. so that's why breakups happen, guys. Like friendship breakups happen because you're stuck in your version of the story. You're stuck. You're so stuck in your story that you're like, that <laughs> person is wrong. Instead of just really opening and having a conversation and then evaluating, okay, is this going to be constructive for both of us? And I'm going to break this down another very big truth. And if you disagree with me, that's okay. And if I'm offending someone, I apologize. But all relationships are transactional, including friendships. And when I say transactional, I'm not saying money or this or transaction wise. No, it is transactional, meaning the friendship will continue to grow and thrive as long as there is contribution in happiness bucket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So contribute spiritually, which means they're helping you and contribute value and growth to you. Or they're contributing emotionally. They make you feel good. They're supportive. And, you know, all relationships are transactional and it should be transactional. It should yeah. be. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Because if it's not, what happens? Then you're giving when you don't want to give. And then, then what happens? Oopsie, oopsie, oopsie. We already know when you give and you don't want to give, that's people pleasing. That's disowning yourself. That's dishonoring yourself. Yep. And then it just starts that vicious cycle over and over. And then it turns into resentment and turns into, exactly. I'm not being true to myself. I'm not, I'm not who I, I, I don't, I don't recognize myself anymore. I don't know who I am when I'm with you. Exactly. So the breakdown into my story, when I told him that, oh, I'm not going to have the capacity to have this phone call, but I'm available over messages, you know, it ended up not being okay for him. You know, it it ended up, he ended up saying, well, this is the only way it works for me. I said, well, this is the way it works for me. Now, this is the capacity I have now. This could change tomorrow. This could change in six months, but this is my capacity now. So we talk, we barely talk, you know, we barely text and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Because I don't want him to settle and I don't want to settle. Does that make right. sense? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So I think it's also being okay with differences is very important. It's like agreeing to disagree, not blaming and, you know, causing conflict and saying it's because of you. She said, he said, you said none of that. It's like, you have these beliefs, maybe that works for you. I have these beliefs and that that's working for me. If you can meet halfway, great, win-win for everyone. So see if you can meet halfway, if you're dealing with something like this, see if you can just, you know, come a little bit here and then ask them, in, this is the thing, invite them into what you want. Invite so, them, don't impose, invite them into seeing your perspective. So let's say, all that's happened and it's still not working out. So the friendship breaks up. How do you, let's say it's a long-term friendship, like 20 plus years. Like how do you pick up the pieces yourself and move on? Like how do you heal that broken side of you? Because that's a long time and a, a, that's all a huge loss. It is a huge loss. And you know, there is no recovery for that. There is no going back and how to heal from that is to literally honor it as grief. You know, it's like it's going to be painful. So don't give yourself timelines and say, okay, I'm going to be over this person in a week and I'm going to make new friends. No, 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 none of that. We're not trying to like put a bandaid on any problems, right? Mm -hmm. So here you say, okay, this is going to hurt. 
And maybe this will hurt for a timeline that I don't know. But anytime it hurts, I'm willing to sit with it. I'm willing to sit with it. I'm also willing to honor it for what it taught me. I'm willing to honor it for everything I've learned and how I've grown from this friendship and everything this person has taught me about right. myself. Right. Right. And, and and just move on from it gracefully, gracefully, not resentfully, not saying, you know, they are this and that. No, just gracefully. So that right. it's easier for you, because guess what? The opposite of love is not hate, my friends. The opposite of love is indifference. If yep. you're going to hate on someone, they still have a lot of power. <laughs> yeah, my uncle used to say that. He would say the opposite. Because when him and his wife got a divorce, which he never married anybody else or loved anybody else. but And I always asked him why he didn't. And he, he basically said, well, I still love her. He said, because the opposite of love is hate. And I refuse to hate her. Mm. And I was like, okay. He was like, so I still love her. But he knew. He was like, I can't hate her because hating her is still loving her. Exactly. So it's the same thing with friendship breakups. It's like they must have done something terrible. They must have done something devastating. I don't know what they've done and I don't know your pain and I can't speak for your pain. But just if some if if something is still causing that much anger inside you, then you still care. Oh yeah. You still, you still care. care. Yeah. So honor that instead of saying I'm a badass bitch and I shouldn't care and I'm moving on. No, 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 no. Just honor that pain for what it is. Evaluate what you've learned, evaluate the experience and see it for what it is. And then move on just like as you would move on from other experiences. Right. And move on. we're not talking about band-aids and icing them out. And no, no, no. I'm just talking about healthily moving on with your life. Like that's it. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, any other questions, Jana? I know. This no, was- that was beautifully said. Yeah. Yes, it did. And I think it was much needed. You know, we don't talk yeah. about breakups. <laughs> no, I appreciate it because I know someone had reached out and we were talking about it. So I was like, no, that would be something really good because a lot of people don't talk about that. And I mean, huge fallings out with girlfriends. It's, it's very devastating. Yeah, it is very devastating. I would just say if it's worth it, you, you'll know, you'll know. If you close your eyes and put your hand on your heart and ask, is it worth it? Your heart's going to tell you the answer, right? If it, your heart says yes, make room for conversation. And when I say make room for conversation, not making room for them to agree with you. Right. They make room for conversation, make room for them to speak their truth in their way, in their fashion, and then make room for yourself. So you speak your truth in your fashion and then see if you can find common ground to make it work. If it, if it's really valuable, you know, if it's very precious and, you know, if both of you want the same thing, because sometimes you may want it and the other person doesn't want it. And, you know, that's the thing with, you know, you may not have closure and we talked about this. You may not have closure and you have to be okay with that too. And even if you're not okay, that's okay. <laughs> No, I agree. I, I appreciate you doing this episode and all the episodes. So guys, keep sending in what you want us to talk about and we will make it happen. Yes. Yeah, so you can send a DM to Jana on her Instagram. You can send a DM to me. I'm Transcendence by Minu. Um, if you guys, you know, we're, we're doing overall life coaching. We're talking a lot about relationships. We know that, but we're also doing overall life coaching for people. And Jana's giving me different scenarios that people are going through. So um, I can have this platform as a form of free coaching for people that cannot afford or can't work, uh, offer to work with me in any capacity or, you know, don't want to sign up for something that big and just want immediate answers for things. Feel free to send in your inquiries, your questions, guys. We're going to keep doing this and I love you. And thank you for tuning in and we will catch you guys soon. All right, guys, until next time. Bye. 
Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Transcend into Wellness podcast. If this episode resonated with you or served you in any way, big or small, make sure to share it on your social media and tag me at Transcendence by Mino. I always love to be a part of any breakthroughs you have. Namaste. Namaste.